0: Welcome to the Emotional Health Podcast. I'm Lucy, the host, and this podcast is designed to encourage and equip you in your emotional health through education, interviews and real life experiences. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to the Emotional Health Podcast. I hope you are well Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, I hope that this time listening to this podcast is something that will encourage you and lift you and be a positive thing in your day. Um, Even though the topic of what we're talking about may not seem like the most positive one, but I hope that it educates you and helps you if you feel like you're struggling with it. Today's topic is low mood we're going to be talking a bit about what is it how does it differ from depression what might it feel like what might it look like and what you can do to help and support yourself if you're experiencing low mood and also help other people so got a few bits to cover but as with anything in this podcast this is only going to be a glimpse into this topic low mood is something that affects everyone at some point and is a huge thing to cover. So this will just be a little fleeting visit into understanding it a bit more so that it helps you recognise it in yourself and also recognise it in other people and then also know what might be helpful for yourself or for someone else. So let's start with what is low mood? Low mood is... A description of how you are feeling in a particular time of your life. Generally it is seen to be not feeling your best, to feeling down and people describe in lots of ways they could say yep feeling down, not feeling yourself, feeling low. Generally when maybe you are not feeling as you normally would feel or you recognize you are feeling less than optimal less than your usual self, less than happy and it can be hard to describe low mood because it is different for everyone. It could be sadness and that is often what people resonate with when they're talking about low mood. Often people will talk about feeling sad, maybe feeling hopeless, feeling quite heavy potentially. But it can also go into elements of anxiety and worry. Often anxiety and worry can often lead to us then feeling worse because that fear and anxiety is what then causes us to worry and therefore make us maybe lack some hope which could in turn make us feel low. It can also be frustration and anger and that could end up making you feel not your best sometimes people find it hard to describe how they feel when they're low it is a hard thing to describe It's sometimes a hard thing to put into words because it feels like this thing inside of you that feels heavy or weighty or maybe just different and you just don't quite you can't quite put your finger on it can't quite put your finger on oh what is it i'm feeling i'm feeling off So low mood is something that everyone at some point will experience because we are not robots. We are humans, as you you may be aware. And humans don't have just one level of emotion. We're We're not robotic in that way. We're not just feeling one thing. We differ in what we feel. There are so many different emotions. And one of those is when we're feeling particularly low in mood or just not having a good day. And actually, in some ways, that can be a really good thing. Because if you imagine, let's say if people think that they want to be happy all the time, that might be great at first. But over time, you will get used to that feeling of happiness, to the point where it will no longer feel happy. It will just feel meh. It will just feel normal. It's actually the times of when you're not feeling so great, when you're feeling low, when you're feeling sad that help you to recognise what it's like when you're feeling happy so you can actually truly experience those feelings. But as I said, everyone at some point will experience feeling low. Often it's because of an event happening. Maybe it's something big that's happened. You've lost a loved one, you've not done so well in a test, or. Something you've been looking forward to isn't happening. Maybe things get cancelled because of a pandemic, you know. (laughs) I think we've all experienced a bit of that, a bit of loss, a bit of feeling low. But sometimes we can feel low and there's no particular reason for it. Maybe we're just having an off day. Maybe our body just isn't at top percent. You know, things like illness can make us feel low because we don't feel as motivated. Maybe we're tired. Maybe we're hungry. So lots of things can make us feel low and then sometimes we don't We don't know why we feel low. And that's okay. We don't always have to know. Obviously, knowing can be helpful because it can make us feel a bit more in control and feel like, oh, okay, uh, I think we do like it when we know what's the cause of something because then we feel like oh okay I can blame it on that or I can put it on that that's why but when we don't know that's almost more frustrating because we've lost a bit of control then but I think getting okay with recognizing the feelings of low mood and sitting with them and knowing how to manage and deal with them without having to know what the reason is I think is really powerful of course knowing is really helpful and sometimes it will be necessary but I think sometimes it's okay just to be like, you know what? Not feeling great today. Don't know why. And that's okay. This is one I'm going to do to look after myself. Often low mood is something where we might experience for a day, maybe a couple of days, maybe a bit longer, but it generally starts starts to go away. It tends to lift. You know, maybe we've, you know, it's been a bit of time and, you know, that event has now now passed on and time has really helped. Or maybe we have just had a better night's sleep and so we feel better the next day. And this is then when I come to talk about depression. And we're not going to focus too much on depression because that's not what the podcast is about. Because depression is thinking back to that mental health spectrum that I talk about. How we all experience mental health but it's all on a spectrum. Feeling low, having days where you're not feeling so great, feeling a bit low... It's really universal. Everyone will have days like that, whatever that looks like for that person. But then as we go up the scale, we enter into more long periods and severer forms of low mood, which is commonly known as depression. If your low mood doesn't go away, or if you feel like it's there for no particular reason and it's sticking around, that might be a sign of depression. Depression some of the common symptoms of depression is yeah low mood lasting longer than two weeks that doesn't really seem to fit with something maybe you started feeling really hopeless like you can't really see your future in front of you maybe the things that used to bring you joy are not bringing you joy anymore this is often known in the medical world or the mental health world as um anhedonia so if you ever see that term that basically just means a inability to get pleasure out of something and particularly if it's something that you used to enjoy that's often what happens with people they suddenly feel like oh this thing I used to enjoy i not loving as much anymore maybe there's been particular changes with your sleeping or eating that's often some common signs maybe feeling like you're sleeping too much or not being able to get sleep at all and the same with eating eating too much or eating too little and, of course, another sign of depression is having suicidal thoughts and potentially harming yourself or having thoughts about harming yourself. Now, this is obviously a big, big topic. And we're not going to focus too much on the depression side of it at the moment. But it's really important to know that depression is serious. It's, it's more than just, oh, I'm feeling a bit sad. Um we're mostly going to focus on that because this is the whole point of this podcast but I want you to know that if you feel like you are experiencing depression if you feel like you're getting some, some signs and symptoms of depression please do reach out to your GP it's nothing to be ashamed of I'd love for the stigma of it to go actually there is nothing wrong with you and I feel like we're getting better at that we're getting better at recognising it and seeing it as a as a serious thing but please do reach out but the is between low mood and depression is that most likely everyone at some point will experience a about or a few days or a little bit time of low mood and that can come back often but not everyone will experience depression as this podcast is about the emotional health side of things so in terms of the stuff that everyone will experience. We're going to mostly focus on how to look after and recognise low mood because what I think is really important is of course you need to get support and help if you're experiencing depression but it doesn't mean that you can't have help or you can't look after yourself if you feel like it's not depression but you're having a bad day, you're feeling low. That's still important to look after, that's still okay to talk about. Sometimes we wait until we feel like oh I shouldn't say anything until it gets really bad or I shouldn't you know people have got it worse than me there are actual people who are really depressed and they need more help than me and of course they still need help and they may need extra support than you but it doesn't mean you don't deserve to look after yourself or to talk about how you're feeling that's okay that really is, and that's why I want to talk about it. And also, I think the more we understand low mood and recognise it and help to support ourselves and each other, actually the less likely that it will continue to go into a depression. Often it's really good to be able to catch it early and to recognise it early and be able to look after yourself. Of course, periods of depression can still come anyway, but I don't think we'll ever be able to completely prevent it. But it definitely would help. So that's the difference between low mood and depression. So, going back to low mood, then, what does it feel like? What does feeling low feel like? And I'm probably going to say this a few times, it is different for everyone. It's really annoying, I know, it's really frustrating. But self awareness is so, so important when it comes to looking after yourself and your, you know, experiencing your low mood because it is different for everyone so some examples in your mind as we've kind of already gone over so I won't go over it too much again but you know feeling upset worried stress scared just down maybe feeling a bit lifeless a bit hopeless feeling weighty but there can also be some body symptoms too maybe you're finding yourself you've gotten a faster heart rate Maybe you have noticed you're not speaking as much or you're moving slower. Maybe you feel tense in your muscles or you're getting an upset stomach or getting headaches. So there can absolutely be body signs too. But I would say the main thing to look out for is are you feeling and acting differently to how you would be on an average normal day or on a day where you're feeling happy? So think about what is it like when I'm having a good day? What does that look like? And then see if you compare it to a day that you didn't feel that way and see the kind of things that have maybe happened on that day or the kind of things you felt. So this is how keeping maybe a journal or a mood diary can be really helpful in starting being aware of this because it can be hard to, hard to remember these things sometimes. So keeping a little diary can be really, really helpful with this. But yeah, maybe compare the days and see what's different, you know, what was different from the good day to the bad day. Maybe you can just, if you really don't know where to start, think, okay, what do I feel like on a good day and what's the opposite of that? That might not be completely accurate because obviously, again, we're not robots, we're humans. Sometimes not everything is literally black and white and opposites, but that might be a really good place to start. But just start to become aware And see if you can maybe just start making some notes, either literal notes, you know, on a journal, your phone, or some mental notes around, okay, I know when I'm having a low day, when I'm feeling low in mood, I start to feel hopeless. I start to feel like I don't want to get out of bed. And I start to maybe panic some more. I feel more shaky in my body. Or I want to eat more. or something like that I think that's definitely mine definitely go into more where's the comforts food please and so being aware of what your tendencies are on that day or what changes is really important because then you're going to know how best to look after yourself in those times because what you need might be different depending on the kind of symptoms you are showing So start to become aware of what does it feel like. And as we kind of touched on already, also, what does it look like? What do you do differently on the days where you are not feeling your best? Do you go out even more than you do? Maybe you throw yourself really into work or schoolwork or, you know, you suddenly go really head on to the point where actually it's not very good for you. You're getting burnt out. Maybe you do the opposite. Maybe you go in on yourself more, go into almost hibernation mode. You stop talking to people. You ignore the things that you've got to do. And so, again, what low mood looks like can be really different for everybody, depending on the type of person you are. And that's really cool, in a way. Again, shows we're all different, and that's amazing. But sometimes that means it can be really difficult to know what's the best thing for you. Plus, it can be really difficult sometimes to support someone else who's experiencing low mood. Because it can't always be easy telling what someone is experiencing just from their actions. Because it could be that those actions are completely normal for them. And that doesn't show that they're experiencing low mood, but for some people it might be. So part of it is obviously, as we talked about, learning about yourself. So that's where keeping a diary, just keeping a log of, you know, how you've been feeling. Maybe do it for a month, maybe challenge yourself for a month and just see what, see what you learn about yourself. Just note some key, key things that happened in your day and how that made you feel. But also, part of it is obviously learning more about the people around you. The people you love and the people you care for. And so one of the things that I'm going to say is really important when it comes to looking after your mental health, looking after yourself when you're feeling not so great on a day, is to be open with the people around you. Now, of course, this is for being able to talk about stuff and get things off your chest, which is very, very important to do. And that can be really helpful in itself. But also what that does is it helps other people around you learn what are the things for you that you struggle with. What does it look like when you are in a low mood? And this doesn't have to be everyone on Instagram. (laughs) It could be as many people as you like. It could be one, it could be two, it could be three. But who are the people that you would want supporting you when you're feeling low? And what can be really good is to just share with them, hey, today is a low day for me. This is how I feel. And this is the kind of things I'm wanting to be doing. And then what that person will learn is they'll look out for those signs in the future so that maybe they can adjust how they support you. Sometimes we expect people just to know when we're not feeling so great, this is often, I see this so much in rom-coms and stuff, and I mean I'm a sucker for a rom-com, absolutely love them, cheesier the better, absolutely, but they kind of miss the whole boring communication side of it sometimes, it's like sometimes, you know, they just know what's going to help the other person, and actually that is really false, I've had conversations with people where in relationships and stuff where they're like yeah but they just don't see they just don't do that they don't give me the compliments i want or they don't you know do this for me and that's really important for me and i say well have you told them that and honestly they say that sometimes they say yes and in which case they need to look at that relationship but that's a whole again whole of a podcast <laughs> um but sometimes they say oh no it's like actually you just need to tell people sometimes what you need and what helps you and that can look like a really boring conversation it can be hey when I feel low I feel like this it looks like this this is what helps me and that person will hopefully if they're a good friend or partner or family member whoever they are in your life they'll take that on board and they'll learn that for you but I think the more we can be open With each other about what those things look like, the less we're going to feel like we have to hide when we're having those days. And the more confident we can feel when talking to our friends and our family about those things. Because I think often what happens is we don't really know what to say and so we don't say anything. And that's just how the taboo and the stigma grows. Not because we're judging the other person, but just out of pure awkwardness, or just not wanting to say the wrong thing, and then suddenly we feel like, oh, they're not talking about it, so I shouldn't talk about it. We know, time and time again, how much raising awareness in something and talking about something can really help other people to come forward and talk about it for themselves. So why not be the brave friend, partner, family member to say to someone you trust that you would like some support because then that in turn might help them to be able to say back to you oh yeah actually I would also like some support when I feel like this so share with each other share what it looks like and feels like when you feel low but also share what helps you and what's going to help you is really going to be down to what, it, who you are, what you enjoy, what you like. So, you know, I could say usual things. I mean, go back through the interviews and look at the emotional five-a-days. Listen to them. They might give you some really great ideas of what to do. But it's whatever is going to start to help you feel better. Even if it's just you're feeling three out of ten one day and it takes you to four out of ten. Or 3.5 out of 10. But what are the things that you know lift your mood? Now, of course, there's going to be some things that I think universally are going to help. Getting outside is a really good one. Vitamin D on your face, if you have some sunshine, go grab that. But at least getting outside. Some time away from screens can be really good. Sleep and eating well. You know, obviously, try and eat healthy, eat some good meals but allow yourself a little treat too, whatever that treat might be. Drinking your water, all those sorts of things, all those things can really impact our mood and how we feel, so it's always good to go to them. But there are going to be specific things for you that you love or you know make you feel better. Some people could be painting, some people it could be going out for um, a drink with a friend, for other people it could be going to the cinema and just being by themselves for a little bit you know going sitting by themselves and immersing themselves in, a, in another world some people it's going to be reflection and journaling and getting it out on paper and it could be a whole mix of those things but what I want to encourage you to do is don't wait to look after yourself and I've probably said this before and I'll probably say it again but don't wait to look after yourself because that's how low mood grows if we think oh it's fine I can deal with it right now and then it carries on. And then the more it carries on, the harder and harder it is. It's going to be to do the things that are actually going to be good for you. And then in turn, harder for you to start feeling better. So there's no time where you think, right, this is the time I should be looking after myself. Or looking after the people around me. In fact, do that even when you're feeling good. Again, that's what I talk about. The more we do those things, actually, the less likely the low mood is going to come up. And of course, things might happen in life and probably will happen in life that will cause us to feel low sometimes. We can't completely protect ourselves from everything. But we can build our strength. We can build the things that are going to help us bounce back when those things come up. Or just when we're having days when we don't feel good and we don't know why. But find out the things that work for you, that are good and start to build on your emotional toolkit. I like to use this phrase a lot when I've worked with my young people before. I talk about it being a toolkit, building your emotional toolkit. So the things that you know are going to help you when you're not feeling so great and things aren't going your way. That sounds like a song. What song is that? I can't remember. Things are not going your way. What? Oh, that's gonna annoy me. If you know what it is, let me know. it's there it's at the back of my head anyway so when things are not great for you on that day you can reach into your emotional toolkit and think okay what are these what of these tools are going to help me and hopefully there are things you can just do consistently in your life that you know will just help you so you don't necessarily need to reach into your emotional toolkit but sometimes you will need that and the reason i call it a toolkit is because i compare it to an actual toolkit So I'm not a particularly good DIY person. Trying to learn more as we're renovating the flat. But, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But building your toolkit, you have loads of different tools in there. And I always ask the young person, okay, let's say you try and use a spanner for a job. Like hammering a nail, let's say. And that spanner is actually not going to be useful for that job. It wasn't good, didn't work. Do you just throw away the spanner? And... They often say, no. And I say, okay, why don't you throw away the spanner? And they say, well, it could be useful for something else. And I say, exactly. Building your emotional toolkit is not just thinking, oh, this one thing will always help, because sometimes the thing that sometimes help might not help on other days for various reasons. But again, it doesn't really matter why. You just know that that day, it's not particularly working. Maybe some days it is good for you to go out and see a friend and laugh and chat And maybe some days you really do just need an evening in by yourself. I know I'm the same. Sometimes I actually need time with my girlfriends going out for a laugh. Sometimes I just need everyone to leave me alone for an evening and that's okay. But let's say if I only had the friend tool in there, that's my only thing that I considered using. The days where I actually do need time by myself, it means that actually I'll end up feeling worse. I'll actually, you know that won't actually help and i won't really know why again using a spanner and a when you're trying to hammer in a nail is only probably well i don't know if it'll make the job worse again my diy knowledge not greatest but i know it won't won't be the most helpful it won't be the most efficient thing in that in that task a hammer would be but you're not going to throw out the spanner because you know that it could be useful for something else so building our emotional toolkit is filling it with lots of different ideas and things that you know you could draw on when you're not feeling so good And it might be trying something and being like, "Mm, actually, that wasn't so good. And so you learn for next time. Okay, when I'm feeling like this, this is helpful for that. And this is particularly good when you're feeling low, because as we said, when you're feeling low, that is a whole mixture of different things. And that will look different for everyone and different for you and even different on different days. Just different. (laughs) I wonder how many times I've said that word in this episode. But it is really true. And so that's why I encourage you to create your emotional toolkit. You know, some people actually literally write on bits of paper and put it in a jar, all the things that they know they want to do or things that might help when they're not having a great day. Sometimes you write lists on your phone. Maybe it's just in your head. That's okay. You do you, whatever's going to help you. But I also encourage you to think about, if you're not done already, think about what's your emotional five a day. What are the things that you want to consistently be doing so that actually those low moods don't happen as often? so that actually you are building that resilience and that strength. So we've looked at what is low mood, the difference between that and depression, what's low mood look like, what's it feel like, and then what are things that might be helpful when you're feeling low. And of course, I've not given you a specific formula that if you do this every time, this is gonna magically help with low mood, and fortunately, I can't give you that. But I think the thing I can give you is To remind you that you're not alone when you have those days. They're really normal and there should be nothing to be ashamed of. And it shows you're human. And hey, celebrate those days in a way because then you'll know what happiness feels like. You'll know what joy feels like. You know what excitement and hope feels like. Because you know what it feels like when you don't feel that way. So look after yourselves, guys do things that help you feel better, build your emotional toolkit, talk to each other, ask each other what's it look like when you feel low, what's it feel like for you and what can I do to help so that when you notice those signs in your friend or family maybe you can ask them and say hey would you like to go out for a drink, would that be helpful for you today, would you like to go and do this and then they can give you their answer, they can say yes it would be actually let's do that Or actually, no, I want to do this instead. And that already is supporting them, giving them the control to choose what's going to be good for them. But you're encouraging them to do one of the things that is going to be helpful for them. And that's all you can do. And that's an amazing thing to do. So I hope you found this episode really helpful. If you have any questions, as I said, I'm not an expert on on it all. And I'd love to hear anyone else's opinions on low mood um, and thinking a bit about that and i'd love to hear about the kind of things you guys include in your emotional toolkit what are the things that are important for you to do are they really specific weird things it's like i like to go to this place and eat this food and do this and this really helps amazing or is it quite general whatever it is i would really really love to hear about it so you can get in contact with us on our email emotional health gmail.com follow us on instagram and tiktok at emotional health you can leave us a review but I'd love to hear from you guys. What are the things you do when you look after yourself when you're feeling low? And I'd love to hear about how you learn more about yourself through this. Self-awareness is so, so important in this. Becoming more aware of yourself is only going to be better for you because it means you can look after yourself even more and even better. And learn more about who you are because you're amazing. I can promise you that. So i'll leave it there for today guys so lovely to spend this time with you thank you so much for listening and i'll see you well i won't see you i keep saying i'll see you but hey i quite like that imagine i'm seeing you in not a creepy way you will hear from me with another episode i believe an interview next week loads of love to you all bye